What's going on, everybody? This is Renee Perez and Curtis Owens, and you're listening to the first ever The Rough and Real Podcast. We're going to take this time to kind of introduce ourselves, give you guys a little history on us, where we come from, how we got here, and everything else in between. So what's going on, Curtis, man? Say what's up to the people. Hey, 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 hey. How you doing? What's going on? Appreciate you uh, inviting me over uh, to do this, man. Yes, of course, brother. So, you know, I've been trying to start a podcast for a minute. Um, just kind of trying to figure it out. I wasn't sure how to go about it. Uh, obviously, watched a whole lot of YouTube. Went to YouTube University. went to youtube university watched a bunch of videos um i just kind of figured out how to put this together uh before we go any further though i do want to send a big shout out to my boy uh, marcus uh devoe for helping us out because i could not get this thing to work right he came through he helped me out with the sound that's what's up um sounds a lot better if it don't sound perfect but it sounds a lot better than what i had originally so, big shout out to him, man. Good looking out. Marcus the media guy, huh? Yeah, Marcus the media guy. The it's funny. media legend. I like that. <laughs> it's funny because at church, when you tell people, like, at least with me, I'm like, yo, Marcus, you know you know Marcus? You know Marcus? They're like, what Marcus? Media Marcus. Oh, yeah, I know media of Marcus. Course, man, behind the scenes, man. <laughs> so, that's my dude, man. So, shout out to him. Good dude, man. It's but, um, yeah, bro. So, I wanted to start this podcast. And uh, initially, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I just kind of was, you know, bouncing the ball back and forth and, for a long time, I was like, well, what am I going to talk about? And be honest with you, after I got saved, and I've learned a lot now, I got saved in, uh, I want to say March, March, March of last year, okay. so 2017. Um, started going to church. A friend of mine, Trey and Alicia, invited us to church. We started going to church. It was cool. And uh, got saved. And then after that, it was just kind of like in the back of my mind, like, you know, maybe this is what I need to talk about. But for a long time, I wasn't sure if I even knew enough to even discuss it. You know what I mean? Because I was at a point where I'm like, okay, I'm just learning. Um, some of the pastors there call us like baby Christians. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? They love that term. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, and, and it's true. It's like, I didn't know what I was talking about. So I'm like, well, maybe I don't want to be the guy to just start talking. And then it's like, well, what do you know? You know what I mean? But after about a year and meeting you and a whole bunch of other people and, and being in small groups from the church, I'm like, it's cool to just have conversations. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I get to ask questions because yeah. um, I don't know yeah. a lot. Um, trying to read the word and trying to read my Bible when I can. And and I'm not very good at sitting down and reading it. I need to do a better job, but I'm like, you know what? I think this, hopefully I can start a conversation with people, hopefully get people engaged and we can kind of get something and maybe we can all learn a little something, you know? So it was cool because then when I met you and it was cool because when I told you that I'm like, Hey dude, this is what I'm thinking about doing. You was like excited. You was like, Oh man, that's cool. You know what I mean? Do it, do it. And if, it was like, all right, man, I got to do it. So then I really started pushing for it. And then I'm like, man, but if this guy's so excited, why not just bring him on? And we can, <laughs> we can, we can. I was wondering what I was doing here, man. I was like, you know, I was just being encouraging. Next thing you know, I'm sitting in the room with you. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm like, you know what, dude? Why don't you do it with me? And it, I mean, I know you remember this, but I want to let the people know. Um, one day I was coming home from work and you was driving by. And I was like, hey. And you was like, hey, what's up with that podcast? Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm working on it. I'm trying to figure it out. And I was like, man, why don't you come with me and just let's do it together? And you was like, no, nah, I'll be like Dr. Dre. I'll be like, I'll be in the backseat. I'll help you. But you was like, I ain't getting on the microphone. I am not on the microphone, man. <laughs> so I was like, nah, man. Okay. And I was like, cool with that. I'm like, all right, long as I got somebody that can help me out with ideas and just how to kind of put it together. And I was like, that's good enough. But then as we, I kept going, I'm like, nah, I need somebody to have a conversation with. Because by myself, I don't know if I could just sit here on the mic and just talk by myself. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it'd be interesting. Just me being alone. You know what I mean? At least that's how I felt. You got a lot to say, man. Well, yeah, but I just felt like 
ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, better to have a dialogue, somebody else, you know what I mean? Definitely. So I've always had like, okay, I want to have interviews. I want to have bring on people, whether they be pastors or just other brothers from the church or just anybody that wants to just talk about it. We can debate things. We can discuss things, different points of views. I think that's the kind of stuff that I want to do for this podcast. I want that to be kind of the drive of the podcast. Okay. But obviously keeping it on the word and trying to be, trying to, how can I say it? And try to, try to get to the word, like not make up stuff. Um, because if, you know, as we're going to discuss later, we'll, we'll figure out that sometimes we read the word and then we want to kind of change it. So it fits our agenda. Absolutely. Right. So I want to try to get to the word and I want to try to fix those things in myself mainly. And even if it's just me and you talking that if other people are listening, then hopefully, you know, or they're not listening. I'm sorry. If they're even nobody's listening, at least I will get something out of this by just having conversations with you and people that we bring on the show. Well, you know, I think, um, I mean, based on what you told me and what you just said, even now, it just kind of confirms to me that you just want the purpose of this podcast is just to have a practical conversation about life and about, and about, and about, you know, incorporating life in the Bible. You know what I'm right. saying? Because it's one thing to read stories from the Bible and go, okay, that's cool. That's interesting. But what, how does that translate to me today? And I think, right. you know, we both know we're not preachers. We're mm-hmm. not theologians. You know what I'm saying? We're not right. some scholars. You know, there's a lot of smart people out there. For sure. But, you know, we, we, we live the life. You know what I mean? And we, we know what's going on in this world. And I just think it's interesting that, you know, we're able to let the spirit lead us. And we're able to notice things that the world doesn't notice. You know what I'm saying? Based on what we know from the word. You know what I mean? Correct. So, that's why I'm here, man. I just want to talk about life, man, and crack some jokes and uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. have some yeah, fun with uh, it, man. Have some fun, man. You know, I think one of the things we I told you once was like, as long as we're having fun, then I'm down to keep doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not looking to get nothing out of it. If we can, you know, reach somebody, then that's awesome. And, and we'll let the Lord just kind of take that and, and let the Lord do what he do. Um, hopefully he uses us to reach people, which would be awesome. But I just want to keep having fun and having conversations like this. You know, and like you said, we're not pastors. We're not aspiring pastors. We're not aspiring to be motivational speakers. We're not Absolutely. trying to do any of that. We simply just want to have some conversations. And you said, give our give our history, give our background. We we both, I mean, I, I, we'll find out here in the shortly. But like, I wasn't raised in a Christian church, in a Christian home. You know what I mean? My family was Catholic. I didn't do a lot of praying. We didn't do a whole lot of going to church. I knew God. I was told about God through my parents but my parents weren't churchgoers. You know what I mean? I I was originally born down in Los Angeles here in California. Um, I grew up in South central for most of my life. Um, You know, I, I I got involved in some things I shouldn't have done. I'm not going to say I I was, I was an angel and I was definitely wasn't the demon. I wasn't the worst of the worst, but I was in the mix. I I used to, you know, hang out with people and and things like that. And again, I just knew God. And to me was always, I would pray to God or ask God for things that I wanted or needed or when I was in trouble. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, I'm in trouble. Now let me reach out to God, you know, but, but when everything was copacetic, then I was cool. I was like, I don't need to reach out to God. I'm good right now. So that, that for me was a big thing. And then, you know, and, and I did try to go to some churches. I did try to go to a Catholic church at one point and it just never felt comfortable. It was just never something I felt. Okay. So for me now that I'm a Christian, you know, it's a trip because I realized that. And it's like, there is no specific mold that you're supposed to fit into, Absolutely. which I used to think there was. I used to right. think hey, you had to be a mold. You had to, yeah. you had to dress a certain way. Most you had to live do. a certain way. Most people do. And I'm learning that you don't have to do that. Right. You know what I mean? You can still be yourself. You can still laugh. You can still enjoy certain things. Obviously, now there's things that we can't, en- 
shouldn't enjoy. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's still to have a normal life. Yep, you know what absolutely. I mean? And, and like you said, laugh. That's that's very important to me because I remember at Catholic churches, like you couldn't laugh in church. Yeah. You one, know? one thing, I mean, not to cut you off, yeah, but no, one, ahead, thing, one thing that, that always sticks out to me that, that encourages me is when the Bible says Jesus is the head of the church and we are the body. And I remember, right. I believe one of the pastors said it, um, <clears throat> the body consists of all parts. We all can't be toes. We all can't be fingers. We all can't be a chest, stomach, whatever. We're all different parts. Right. So we're all different people making up the church. And I just think that's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, man, if I start going to church, I'm going to have to be the church guy. You know what I mean? Right. Put the suit on. Right. Go buy me a Cadillac. Give me a bracelet. You know what I'm saying? I got right. <laughs> a little Jesus piece. A you know what I'm saying? You got to get the fish sticker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. that's, it, you know, the beautiful thing about, you know, Christian churches. I don't know about all of them, but, you know, ours, the one we attend. Man, it's just, it's come as you are. And people in there in jerseys and hats and right. they're in there just worshiping the Lord, man. And right. I love that. Yeah, man. no, that's a beautiful that. thing. I like that too. I think that was the first thing that really encouraged me to go um, because we used to go to churches. Like we grew up in LA. So me and my wife, and she invited me to a few churches like when we were dating and stuff. And it was Christian churches. And I liked the message. You know what I mean? I liked the way there was a pastor instead of a priest. You know what I mean? And it was about the word and it was about what was in the book. I like that part of it. But at that time, I was 23 or something. So for me to walk into a church and it just felt like people were looking at me because I wasn't dressed in a suit. I wasn't dressed in a certain way. And that's what made me feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So when I got invited to this church, I was kind of like, ah, man, here we go again through this little process. But it wasn't. I mean, it was cool to meet the pastor. Like I actually was taking Sebastian on Wednesdays because they have like this whole kids group thing, um, Thrive Kids or whatever it is. Or Rangers, I'm sorry, Rangers, call it Rangers. So he was going there and he enjoyed it. And when I think I met when I met the pastor, Pastor Eric, at our church, it tripped me out that I didn't even know he was a pastor. <laughs> like he just came up to me and we just started talking. And you know, originally found out he was from also from down south and he liked the Dodgers. And it was like we were probably in a 20 minute conversation before he actually told me like, "Oh, I'm the pastor of the church." And that's when he got to the point when he invited me. And I'm like, "Wow, the pastor's pretty cool." And I guess everybody else might be pretty cool too. So we started going to church and, and yeah, man, I walked in, I was like, dude, it was, you know, it was probably, I want to say it was like February, probably the mid February last year. Walked in. I'm like, man, people got hats on people. Like you said, people got jerseys on. It's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Super Bowl was coming up. Yeah, I remember exactly. them talking about Super Bowl <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, it's a trip. And you know, even the pastor was talking about like the Super Bowl was coming up yeah. and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And now it's been great ever since, man. Yeah. So that was always cool. But let, let's hear about you a little bit, bro. Where were you raised? Where you grow up? How old are you? Let's let All the people right. know. Uh, you know, Curtis Curtis Owens, uh, <clears throat> thirty six years old, raised all over. Um, I grew. I was born in the Bay Area, Palo Alto, California, Stanford Hospital. Um, first few years of my life, I lived in Redwood City, California. Uh, then moved to Stockton. Then from Stockton back, uh, to San Mateo, back to the Bay Area, and that's where I graduated high school. And uh, after high school, just kind of. Roamed around, got a place, worked some jobs, and then uh, that's about it, man. That's about it. That's me. Uh, that was my, my life growing up. As far as my church career, man, you know what I mean? My church life, my new life. Uh, my wife and I, you know, we were, we were uh, married. We got married three years ago. We were living in uh, Hayward, California. Um, we were renting an apartment, and everything was good. Our landlord, he was, he was a cool dude. He, it was an investment property for him. He loved us. He said he planned on never selling it 
And I, and then randomly out of nowhere one day, he was just like, hey, I got to sell. Can you guys be out in 30 days? And I, I, oh, we wow. were in shock. Yeah. Really? We were in shock, man. And we're like, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Right. Um, so we were trying to look for other apartments. But then we, we decided, you know what? Something was in us. Something was stirring in us to say, you know, why don't you guys just buy? So we started looking for condos to buy around, in, around the area because we want to stay in the Bay Area. Um, now, what year was this? This was uh, last year. Oh, last year. Okay. Yeah, last year. Uh, we we're trying to figure it out, and uh, you know, nothing was really, nothing was really standing out. Nothing was really popping right. out. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I know it was God. God was working in this whole mix. Got it. You know what I mean? So next thing you know, I didn't even know where Latham, California was. Most people don't, you know, but <laughs> yeah. somehow, some way, you know, we started looking at homes. We tried, you know, looking at Tracy Mountain House area. Uh, you know, it was a little pricey. So we got, you know, got pushed further out this way. We looked at Manteca and uh, yeah, somehow or another, we, this home popped up, man. God, God put it, God gave it to us, man. And it's a beautiful home. And, you know, even better, our church is right down the street. So right. there's like no excuse yeah. not to go to church, for sure, man. For sure. And uh, somehow, God bless us, and we, we found we found Thrive, man. Cool. And we've been going there ever since. How'd you find Thrive? You know, honestly, just I was just driving by, you know, commuting, commuting back and forth to work. I thought it was a, a CrossFit place. I don't know why I thought that. It, really? it, Thrive Church, you thought I, it was a CrossFit place? I thought it place. said Thrive Crunch, man. I was driving by. You know everybody out here drives like 90 miles per hour, so I'm just trying to keep up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm smashing down the freeway. Like, oh, that's a crunch. I said, I, I said do, Thrive I got, Crunch. I got to drop some weight. That's I might check that place out one day. You know what I mean? That's funny. <laughs> My wife was like, nah, that's a church dummy. So we <laughs> so we went in there. We went in there one day, and I was like, okay, that's what's up. So we walked that's in, and funny. uh yeah, man, we walked in and we loved it right away. We we knew, you know, right away that it was a comfortable place. It was come as you are. It was all different types of people from all different types of walks, clearly. And uh, just friendly, loving people. Right. I mean, I've never seen so many. I don't think I've hugged this many people in my life, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's a hugging church right yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah. And like real hugs, it ain't like yeah. the bro hug, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. high but five. Look, you know, looking the other way, it's like hey, it was cracking. Nah, it's a real like I love you, brother hug. And I'm like, yeah. dang, man, get off me, dude. <laughs> Got to take a shower before I go to church. You know what I'm saying? I want to get clown. But, I don't know yeah. you like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it's it's great, man. And, and yeah. you mentioned the small groups. That was the thing. I told my wife if we started going to church, I didn't want to be that Sunday only family. You know what I mean? Got I it. wanted I wanted to make a commitment. I wanted to get into it. All right, we wanted to get into it. Sorry about that. We had to take a quick break. Uh, we apologize if it sounds choppy or kind of messed up. Bear with this. You know, this is our first time, okay? So like I was saying, um, I wanted to get into it, man. I didn't want to be this, the Sunday-only family, you know? Be good on ch- you know on Sunday, feel good, no cussing, and all throughout the week, just running wild. I don't want to be that right. guy, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be that family. So. Well, I don't know if you've done that, but I've done that before. I've done that too, man. I think we all have. <coughs> okay. So... The cool thing about Thrive is they have their small groups. You know what I'm saying? So we went there a couple weeks. We didn't really meet anybody. We're saying hi to everybody, giving hugs, of course, like I was saying earlier. But we didn't really meet anybody. But then one of the pastors, Pastor PA, hooked us up, took care of us, put us in a group. And now we got family, man. I mean, we started out with with, with church friends. And I feel like we literally legitimately have family at church. And that's a beautiful thing. I mean, these guys, I can hit up, call anytime. I can text all night, whoever's up. And just talk about God or talk about whatever, man. I mean, I met you, and we're sitting here doing a podcast right, right now. Right, right, right. You know, God is good, man. God is really yeah. good. You know, you can't. I don't think you can find that many places. You know. So, Do you remember the first day we met? 
Uh, you have to refresh my memory, man. I don't remember, bro. That's why I was asking you. Nah, nah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna have a cool story. And I was feeling all bad. Like, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I do, but I uh, refresh my memory. You were jumping off the cliff, like, <laughs> yeah, you, you no. saved my life. That's right. That's right. I was on a fruit. Yeah, no, that's right. no, I was tripping because I know I met your wife. Um, yeah, I met your wife last year. We were the church was doing like this um, the little swap me swap me kind yeah, of thing, and the, you know, and then I was out there and I had a bunch of t shirts that I was selling. Yeah, and she came through, and it was funny because she came through and she bought a shirt and uh, she was pregnant at the time. Yeah, um, your your baby boy, blessings, and um, so and it was funny because she was I was like I didn't have the size, and she was like okay, well I'll just pick it up from you. And I was like all right, no problem. And then I find out we were texting. I'm like hey, I got your shirt. You know what I'm saying I can take it to. She's like I can come get it. We're back and forth come to find out you you know you live down the street from yeah, me yeah, so she's right, like right. you're actually on my way home and I was like oh snap so I was like cool and I remember meeting her because of that but I can't remember the first time we met which is weird I'm assuming it had to be either at church I mean well I know the first time I'm, I'm sure we met we met at church but I know the first time we talked I think was at uh, Jared's wedding like we actually like hung out yeah yeah you know I think yeah. that was like the first time so. yeah I think you're about right that and then one, obviously, you know, let's work a security get together. Right. And then, you know, you, yeah, you, we're both on the security team. So then that kind of cool. And it's funny again. And we talk about how God works because then you went, we and you ended up on the same week. Right. 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 So, so we're on the same week and then you were doing your small group. I'm doing my small group with like Marcus and, and them. And then we started small groups again because they ended the session and it was a whole new session and they needed a place to, to hold one of the groups. So, my wife volunteered was like, you can do it at our house. And then that's when I hit you up and I was like, Hey dude, what you come through? It's at our house. You're down the street. And then you came through and when you came through, that's kind of when we even got closer. Cause now we're hanging out during the week even right, more. Right. 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 So then, you know, obviously then this podcast, just the idea just blew up. Right. So then it was like, all right, we got to do it. And, uh, I'm glad you did, bro. I'm glad you accepted. Yeah, man. I, I appreciate you uh, having me in mind, man. It's, yeah. No, it's cool. Again, dude, it's no coincidence, man. That's one thing that I, I, I really want to stress to everyone right. listening. That that has an ear to hear, that right. that knows what we're talking about. It's not a coincidence, man. No, it's, it's God, not. and it's mm-hmm. just the plan. It's all this is for His will. We're not here trying to get famous or or be somebody, some somebody we're not. You know, this is all for Him. You yeah, exactly, exactly. It's to talk about Him and, and talk about our stories and share with us our experiences, and hopefully related to how God is doing. And obviously, this is I think the first big step is that God put us together. Yep. You know what I mean? Put us together and and got us got us together because I mean. Dude, you could have been on any security team. You could have been on any group. You know what yeah. I mean? You could have just said, no, I ain't got time. And technically, you don't have the time. Yeah, that's true. Because of your job. Right. You know, your job changes, your schedule changes, but you was like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would have been so easy. And, and I know a lot of times it's just so easy to just be like, nah, I'm cool. Like, yeah. I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? But I'm glad you did. So, yeah, no, nah, man, it's cool. So, let me share a little bit about me. So, again, like I said, I grew up in L.A., um, born and raised. I was there till. I was about 15, and then my, my brothers bought, moved out to, to the high desert up in Mojave, up by Edwards Air Force Base, okay. Rosemont. So I moved out there. I finished high school there. After I got done there, I went to Phoenix. And, and I'll tell you guys a little bit about all this, but I just real quick. I went to Phoenix. I went to college out there, did that. And then I moved back to Riverside. I was in Riverside for another two years or so, and then went back to L.A. in the exact same house that I grew up in. Wow. Yeah, okay. it was a trip. Well, my parents... My dad was getting older, and he actually was battling with diabetes, and he couldn't take care of the houses. I was the, I'm the youngest of four brothers. I was the only, really the only, you know, the younger one that was still moving around. All my other brothers, like, had houses and stuff, married or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I'm single. You know, I was probably 22, 21 at the time. I'm like, yeah, Pops, I'll go over there and help you out, you know what I mean? Because I was like, all right. So I went there. That's the reason I went, but I went right back to the neighborhood I started. But I tell you guys, it's funny because, 
just to get to that point, how God has been working in my life, and I didn't even realize it, which is a trip. Now I look back and I'm like, man, God had me from the get. When I went to Phoenix, like it was me and my boy, my boy Eddie, and he um he was supposed to go to the Navy, and then I was like, dude, if I need you to go with me to Phoenix, I was like, dude, I ain't going to Phoenix by myself. He okay, actually okay. let go of the Navy. He had already signed the papers. He was ready to go, and then he changed his mind at the last minute to go to Phoenix with me. Wow. Okay. If it wasn't for that, dude, I would not have gone to Phoenix. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I would not have gone to Phoenix, and I wouldn't have gone to school like that. I would have probably stayed where I was, and I probably would have gone to some community college and dropped yeah. out. And then just never went. Said dropped out. You know what I mean? Like I would have just like, quit. Yeah. Like you know, a lot of people. And, and I knew that was my route. If if I didn't go to Phoenix and got out of California and away from everything, that was my route. So he did that. He hooked me up. We went out there. I ended up, and it was weird because again, I'm just living with this dude. So then I went with Riverside. I don't know anybody. I got a job there, and I met another dude, Mark. Again, I didn't know anybody, and just hooked up with him. And I got through that season of my life with this dude, Mark. And it was a trip. Me and him used to party. I mean, we hung out with older people. I mean, we were partying. But it was funny because then when I went to L.A., he actually found the Lord. And he started dating some girl. And what? he got married. Okay, and okay. He changed his whole life. Wow. And I was tripping because I'm like, dude, that's not the guy. That, when I lived out there, that's yeah. not the same guy. But, yeah. you know, he ended up getting married. I mean, great kids. He has kids. He's still married to this lady. He's doing great. You know, I'm proud of him. Because when I met him, he was working like winter snitchels. Like, he was like part-time winter snitchels dude. And, you know, he didn't want to go to work. He didn't want to do this. And he was just partying and having fun, right? Yeah, we were 21, yeah. 20 guy, at yeah. the time. Yeah, we were young. But then he got married. He ended up becoming a barber. He opened his own shop. I mean, he's doing great. I mean, you know, at least as far as I know, he's doing good. Found the Lord. And it was weird because I would go visit him on the weekends. And it was almost like I was the bad one at that point. Because I went back and I'm still like, Let's go party. Let's go drink. Let's yeah. go do this. He wanted to, but at the same time, his girl didn't can, kind of didn't want him to. And yeah. I get it now because I'm like, you know, I was a single and he was, yeah. you know, he was engaged or whatever. Right. But it was a trip. So I let, you know, I, let, I was like, I'm cool with him just because of the fact that, you know, he's doing his thing and I didn't want to mess that up. So I'm doing my thing in L.A. I met my wife. <clears throat> I met my, my wife. That was a long story. We'll probably get to that someday, yeah. too. But my job that I, right as soon as I got married my job that I was working at was like, we only used to work up to Fresno. We used to, do a lot of commuting. And then he was like, well, I want to run, we're going to go into Northern California. I'm like, okay. And he hit me up. He's like, Hey, I want you to go run Northern California. I've never been North of Fresno, like ever. Wow. Ever. And I'm like, okay. So I opened up Google maps and I'm like, I'm going there. <laughs> and I picked Tracy just cause from Tracy, you can kind of go yeah. everywhere. So I came out and I just started looking, same thing, rent, looking to rent. And I ended up going into uh, Coldwell Bankers and Tracy, and the, you know the guy there was real cool. And he's like, "Dude, won't you just buy like for your, the money you're gonna spend on rent yeah. right now? Because this is back in '09." Yeah, he's like, "Just buy, man. Yeah. It's it's worth it." So he's like, "Let's go to Lather." I'm like, "I don't know where that's at, but let's go." <laughs> so he brought me here. We ended up looking at this house. We looked at a few houses, but this one just went through. And we were still in L.A., so we were literally going back and forth, back and forth, trying to find a house. You know, yeah. putting offers on this one and that one, and this one worked. So we ended up getting this house. Cheap at the time because it was 09, so the market was really low. But I say it's like, and then, you know, then I realized, like, man, God was working through all that because. Yes, he was. If if I didn't, you know what I mean? If it was up to me yeah. to just try to figure it out after I got married, I still would have been in South Central. I yeah. still would have been doing whatever, hanging out with certain people. But then it was like, God just set all that up. And it was weird because then once I get out here, the company I was working for, things didn't work out. I had to switch over companies. So that company was just a season, a part of my life that just needed to get me yeah. out of where I was yep. into somewhere new. Up here, yep. uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So now we're here. 
we meet a bunch of people through my son, mainly through my son and their parents, his friends. And next thing you know, you know, we got, we end up at Thrive. And it was the same thing, man. We got there. It was great. I mean, it was just, and it was weird. Me and my wife have gone to different churches, tried it out, whether it was in LA. Out here, we did go to a Catholic church for a while. Didn't quite work out. We didn't feel comfortable. But then we go to Thrive. And from that first Sunday we went, we never really missed a Sunday unless we were out of town. Yeah. Somebody was sick. Some along those lines. That's awesome. Ain't missed a Sunday since. Like, that's how cool this church is to us. Because it's like, it, it, at first, you know, you're going to think like, on a Sunday, you're like, are we going? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that second <laughs> yeah, Sunday, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, it was like Saturday night, like, uh, are we doing that tomorrow? Maybe that first week was kind of like that. But I, I think I even told my wife, like, hey, we doing church? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, okay. After that, I never even asked. It was just yeah. Sunday, we're going to yeah. church. The question was, are we doing the 8 o'clock or 12 o'clock or 11 yeah. o'clock? You yeah. know what I mean? Right. That's, that was the main question. But now, nah, dude, we, we've been at church, man, the whole time. So I look back at my life, and I'm like, God, every season I was in, God found a way to get me through it. Absolutely, One way man. or another, bro. One way or another, I, I got through every season, man. And I'm like, wow. It's a trip, because, I mean, wow. he, he, he knew you before you were even in your mother's womb. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He had a plan. You were chosen. You know For what I'm sure. saying? So it's it's a beautiful thing when you when you finally wake up and realize that. Yeah. And you look back on it, and you go, wow, thank you. Yeah. you know, And you can't help but to be thankful. Right. You know, no matter what the experiences were that she went through or I went through, and a lot of them were tough, but it, you know, it, it it molded us and it is who we are today. And and we can we can testify to that. Right. You know. Right. So it's it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm glad you're up here, man. No, yeah. No, it worked out. I mean, everything worked out for us at the end of the day. And I mean, of course, we still deal with daily struggles. I'm not going to sit here and tell you my life is perfect. Of course not. It's far from it. But I understand now that there's a reason for that struggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I always try to find what am I got what am I supposed to learn in the struggle? What mm-hmm. what's what am I seeing? What am I missing? Yeah. And I always feel that once you catch it, then that struggle kinda goes away. Right. And it's kinda like I feel like there's some kind of test. You gotta like see it. You know. But no, so I I mean this podcast I think is gonna be a cool thing, man. I'm having fun with it. Um here here's the other thing we talked about, me and you, about talking about trying to make Christianity or being a Christian a little bit more mainstream. Yeah, absolutely. Share your thoughts on that. Well, I think that it's just, I don't know. It just feels weird, man. Whenever you could talk about anything in the world at work or in different places and people just go with the topic. But it seems like whenever you bring up God, people get uncomfortable, (laughs) man. They start like, you know, wiggling and like squirming and like getting it, you know, antsy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, or they get defensive. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, and 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 sometimes it can feel you know, weird to say, oh, yeah, God's good, da, da, da. you know, and people look at you like, oh, you're, like, you're crazy, man. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, dude. Like, right. We can say all these other things. We can yeah. rap songs and, mm-hmm. and whatever, quote movies, and but we say something about God, it's like a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's where I'm at with it. What about you? Um, no, I agree with you. And I and I remember telling you once that, that it's funny to me because as I became Christian, again, going back to thinking you're supposed to fit in the mold yeah. um, and then realizing we don't, but I would talk to people. And I caught myself doing it. I think my wife did it. And, and I, then I started just noticing it. Like certain people, you would talk to them and they'd be like, yeah, I'm a Christian, but there was always a but. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like because it wasn't like, it's not cool to be Christian. It's right. like, like I'm Christian, but, you know, hey, I still have fun. Right, right, right. Like, well, yeah, you're supposed to. Like now I, now I get it. You're supposed to still have fun. That's okay. You know, but it was like, yeah, I'm Christian, but, you know, I still watch movies. I still, well, yeah, that's what we do. And that's so when you told me, you, you were the one to say, like, I want to make it mainstream. I'm like, 
you know what? You're right. Because I think that's what it is. Almost like it's underground. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah, it's yeah. almost like it's underground. And it's maybe a it's a trend. California thing. I know in the South, they, they you know, really? it's a little bit different. Is it? Yeah. I never From what there. I heard and what I've seen down there, it's like, yeah. they, they roll up on you like, well, what church you go to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and that's what's up. I mean, that's. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. But, and, and what do you think about like, okay, because I also see that like on YouTube and stuff, like being a pastor is almost like a thing to do. It almost seems like all of a sudden pastors just came out of everywhere. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm hoping it's pushing it that way. I'm hoping it's becoming mainstream. Yeah. I'm hoping that people don't use it as a gimmick. Okay. You know what I mean? To just do something with it. Because that's not what we're trying to do. So, no, absolutely not, man. You know, we just want to have conversations. Yeah, God's definitely the center. God's definitely the focus. Right. But, you know, we're here to talk. We're here to talk to the uh, average Joe Christian, as I like to say, man. Yeah, because you know, that's what we Joe are, Christian. right? Yeah, absolutely, man. That's I'm what just, we are. I'm an average dude, man. I ain't no deacon. I ain't no minister. I'm not a preacher. <laughs> I got no titles, man. I'm a guy that just shows up to church, has a good time, and yeah. just loves people, man. And I love, re- and I, I love reading the Bible. <laughs> uh, the Bible has really opened my eyes, man. I encourage everybody. I think a lot of people get caught up and they want to just be fed all the time by, mm-hmm. by all these different pastors out there, all these YouTube guys you're talking about. Right. And a lot of these guys are just telling them what they want to hear. And, and they're very selective to who they want to listen to based on what they're saying because it makes them feel good. But, you know, if you take the time to actually read the Bible yourself, man, it's going to open your eyes. And I encourage you, don't don't just think that you got to go pick up the King James Bible or the NIV. You know, find a translation that you can actually read. They're, they're, they're made for different people. They all say the same thing, but they're just wrote, writ, written differently. But it says the same exact thing. What, what do you use? I personally use uh, the NLT. New Living Translation. Because um, you put me on game on that. I yeah. didn't know. I, for, get yourself, at the remember, if you can, you get yourself a Bible that. app. Get yourself a Bible app because you know, if you download a Bible app, they usually have all the different translations on there and you just find one that you're comfortable with and you can cross-reference. You know, if you, you feel like, well, I don't know if this really this is really saying what it's going to say, you know, you can cross-reference it with something that you're used to or that your church uses, like the NIV or the King James and go, okay, is it really saying the same thing? Right. And you'll find out that it actually does. You know, I also like the... Uh, Believe it or not, the ERV, man, easy to read that's, version. I mean, <laughs> that's the way you put me up on yeah. game. Bro. I was just looking at what it was. You know, what ERV. you know, that's like the eighth grade reader level right <laughs> yeah, there. That's you know? what I need. But it flows, man. It flows. And it you're like, sense. that's what's up, God. Thank you. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, last year, we we're having a New Year's Eve party. We we're having a good time. And I went to my room right before midnight and I had a moment and I was praying. And I basically was just asking God, I was like, you know what, God? I want to get closer to you. I'm I'm really feeling this Christianity thing. I'm saved now. You know, I just I, I I'm baptized, and I you know I want to live. I want to live for you. I really do. I'm I'm tired of the old way I was living. Yeah, it was a good time, but it, I wasn't fulfilled. I, bring me closer to you, Lord. I, I I begged him. You know what I mean? And sure enough, dude, like two weeks later, I felt like I had this 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 moment, man. It wasn't like an awakening, but honestly, I feel like it was the Holy Spirit. I mean, I couldn't really tell you, but yeah. Next, you know, man, I was like. Waking up at two in the morning every day that I was home and reading my Bible from like two in the morning till six in the morning, man. I was able to find the easy to read version and the NLT because I was starting off with the with the with King James and I went to the NIV and I still was like, you had to take your time with that because you don't, you know, you're reading yeah. it, but you're like, man, what am I really reading? Right. But I found those translations and I was like, whoa. So I was able to like kind of like get through it faster and like really process it. And I was like, man, my whole world just opened up. Man. Right, right. And I just I just I just couldn't put it down, man. Yeah, yeah. No, that that helped me out a lot because I try to read the, the King James Version. You know, I, I have one. And I try to read it and I was just like, 
Huh? <laughs> well, King James, King James version. It sounds cool, you know. It's, it's gangster, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It Seek is. ye first. I love that, man. You know what I mean? You hit with that, you like, oh. But I was it. like, who ye? <laughs> I'm like, who's he? Uh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, no, that was a trip. And, and no, uh, but when you put me up on game on this, I was like, oh, cool. And then it just made it easier for me to read it. And I tell you what's funny is, is um, you said it's eighth grade level. My son's pretty good at reading. He's uh, eight years old. At night. We actually read it together. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah like we just started yeah. kind of doing that. And it's cool because he can read through this, you know, pretty good. Yeah. And I'll just hold it for him and he'll read, you know, a couple lines or whatever. And then I'll read a couple lines and he'll read. And we just kind of go back and forth. So it's pretty cool. We yeah. just kind of started doing that recently. And it's just smooth, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, we just smooth. read. Yeah, and, you know, and I, I think both of us kind of understand it the same because, like I said, I'm, I'm a little slow. <laughs> I'm a little slow. But no, but, but you know. It's cool because, like, I was even thinking for him, he might not understand what he's reading yet. Yeah. But I think the fact that he's reading it, it's feeding him so that maybe someday later he'll hear the story and be yeah. like, I remember that. I yeah. read that one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's really cool. And I think that's what's cool about him. And, you know, I'm understanding it. And I'm reading different verses and, you know, and things like that. And but, as he grows, man, and actually as, as he experiences life, he'll be able to tie, connect those dots. And I think right. that's what this is what this life is about. Right. Is reading the Bible and connecting those dots to your, right. your life and going, hey, this is what it was talking about. Right. You know what I mean? I got to mm-hmm. avoid this or I have to go to this. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the light. I need to go to the light. That's the darkness. Let me get away from that. Yeah. So it's, I, I love it, man. And that's so what I pray for, man. Because, I mean, when I was young, I actually, in a Catholic church, I was actually involved in uh, the youth group. And I can honestly think, man, and I was probably involved in there for, I would say, a couple months, maybe six months. And it was me and my cousin. And I honestly, to this day, and I even feel like getting a hold of my cousin someday just to kind of clear my head. I don't ever remember reading the Bible or anything in youth group. It was like a hangout. Yeah. It was like we showed up once a week, like on a Wednesday night or whatever it was. Right, right. And we just hang out. It was yeah. a bunch of teenagers hanging out. Yeah. You know, it was cool. It was at church. I'm sure it did some good. It kept us off the street, at least for that two hours or whatever it was. But I don't remember reading the Bible. And I'm like, and now my, now my son, he goes, he's on Sunday. He, he does a little Sunday class or whatever yeah. while we're in service. And he's already telling me about God and he's That's telling awesome. me about like, yeah, he's telling yeah. me about like, he knows the basic story and you know, Christmas and you know, yeah. now with Christmas yeah. coming up, he's learning. And I'm like, man, you're eight years old and you know a lot more than I did yeah. at the age of 16. Like, you know, my parents never taught me that. So I'm hoping to just turn it into a habit that he kind of gets into it. And I'm hoping that in the process, because again, I got a long way to go, but I want him to be able to see me read or see me praying. And then someday he can be like, you know what? That's what my dad used to do. Yeah, like, it's like it's cool to do it. Like it's absolutely. not corny. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. It's not that's, corny. It's not corny. Do it. That's a good word, right? You there. know what I mean? And, and I and you know what's funny is now I think about it and I'm like, dude, like corny is like the new cool thing to <laughs> like it ain't like it ain't like it used to be when we were kids. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? But but I'm just kind of hoping he he figures it out that you know what it's it's okay to go to church. Yeah. It's okay, like you know, and stand on his own two feet and, and believe and believe what he's what he's hearing and understanding and reading it himself. So that when his friends someday maybe try to make fun of him, like, oh, you little church boy, yada, yeah, yada, because yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's going to come. For him to just be, like, comfortable within his own skin and what he, you know, what we've taught him, me and my wife, for him to be like, yeah, whatever, I'm a church boy, so. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I'm hoping to do for him. But we've been talking quite a bit, man. Is there anything else you want to let people know about you? I mean, I'm sure people are going to figure I things think, out. Yeah, we'll, yeah, as time we'll goes on, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll reveal little things here or there. You know, I ain't trying to put all my business out on your podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't know me like that. You know what I mean? I'm in my business. We, we cool, but we ain't, we ain't cool, 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 cool. like cool. that, man. <laughs> we ain't that cool yet. Nah, but we just want to thank everybody for uh, for hearing us and, and listening. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. 
Um, we sure did enjoy making this episode. And this is just the first episode, uh, hopefully of many. Um, this episode will probably be dropped on Tuesdays right now that what we've been talking about is uh, dropping it probably every Tuesday, once a week. Uh, we don't know how long they're going to be. Um, they'll probably vary. We'll try to get them about 30 minutes, give or take. I mean, right now we're up to 35 minutes, almost going on 36, you know. So, so you know, so hopefully we can get out of here. And, and again, thank you guys uh, real quick. If you guys get a chance, um, check out our Instagram and our Facebook at the Rough and Real Podcast. Rough and I mean, real. We got to talk about that next time. Who's rough? Who's real, man? Yeah, well, yeah. That's we got to get, get into that. And, and where, where the name came from, we'll give you guys a story later. But um, yeah, on Instagram, it is the Rough and Real. No, I'm sorry, Rough and Real Podcast on Instagram, and the Rough and Real Podcast on Facebook. You guys can also shoot us an email. We love to hear from people. Uh, give us some comments, some feedback, some ideas. What you like, what you don't like. Um, anything would work. Uh, you know, we're down for constructive criticism. We enjoy it. We, we actually uh, encourage it and, and welcome it. But you can send us an email at the rough and real podcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us a call. No, nah, we don't have a number. I'm just joking. <laughs> How about the same thing, man? <laughs> no, you we don't have a phone. Got everything hooked we, up. We ain't got a number yet. <laughs> but um, yeah, anything you want to say before? No, I just want to say thank you, man. And I appreciate you having me over. And uh, I guess we'll just pray us out, man. All right, brother. Go ahead and pray us out. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together, Lord. Thank you for bringing us together to serve you and your will for your purpose, Lord. We thank you for everything that you've done for us and that you'll continue to do for us. And I ask that you bless everyone that's listening to this podcast. Bless our families and just have us keep going, Lord. Keep blessing us, Lord. We're here. We're here to serve you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my brother. And we are out.